Hello, and welcome to a brand new and improved New Dogma audio situation. This is great, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's all right. God, we sound good. You know, do we really sound this good? I mean, you do. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, you, you got you got a pretty sexy voice too. Oh, I'm like if Tom Waits and Charlie Day had a baby. <laughs> hey, you know what? I think I'd like to see that baby though. I would too. Great hair. Crazy eyes. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah. Either one of those guys. Yeah. I'd rather. A bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so we are here. I love how you can hear me digging in the popcorn basket. Oh, yeah. Crinkle. Listen to that. Crinkle. So like John Lowry was asking, are we going to know about the popcorn situation? The popcorn situation is great, John. Yeah, it's good. Um, anyway, in... Future episodes, we will hopefully have windscreens over these microphones. So you're not hearing every little pop and scratch Correct. and Correct. little thing. There's no high pass filter on these. By on this baby recorder. steps. Yeah, baby steps. Baby steps. What do you people want? Well, I mean, but we got to thank the people first. Don't get grainy. Yeah. Okay. Also, yes. Thank you to our Patreon backers. Y- y'all made this possible. Yeah. 100%. Um, we don't have a ton. Nope. Right. When, when we talked with uh, Jumon, uh, when we first hung out with him, you can go back and listen to that interview. It's uh, incredible. Um, one of the things he mentioned to us was, you know what they say about like quitting your day job and going pro? You just need, what what was it, like 100 true like followers yep. or fans or whatever? Yep. And I was like, well, Simon, that means that we only have to build like 90 more. Yep. Sorry, almost, there's that pop again. We're almost there. We are almost. You know what? Jokes jokes aside, we you know, we feel incredibly blessed to we are. um and, and fortunate to have people that actually care what we have to say about anything. Yeah. I yeah. mean I maybe mean, this was, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about this and you said how many, you know, uh, Patreon subscribers we had and how much we were bringing in ask the question it's not a ton but it's enough right but it's enough and you asked the question if I thought it was time that we started investing in more of improving the content of what we do with some of this money that we're bringing in I, absolutely I agreed with you this yeah the magazine's what, doing well it's magazine's it's, doing well um, um, it's paid for we're already starting a creative yep. direction around the second issue we hope, yep. we're hoping to come come out sometime in yep. November or yep. December um, we've got some stuff planned which, by the way, if you haven't gotten a magazine yet, yep. uh, feel free to reach out to us at any social platform. If you pay via Venmo, twelve bucks uh, to New Dog Magazine, mm-hmm. all one word. Or if you want it shipped, seventeen bucks. Yeah, uh, we'll throw. If you're getting a shipping order, I'll toss some extra stickers in Absolutely. there for you. Um, Absolutely, we'll make the shipping worth your while. Yeah, we've been really thankful. We we sell it outside Gate One on on match days yep. where it's not raining. Um, Which is practically every night. Yeah, yeah, it's been tough out there. But like, if you ever, if you or a friend wants to get a copy of the magazine, just stop by Rubinia before a game. We'll have them there. Yep. Um, and we usually park right outside. So if we don't have them like in there and set up, we can run right out and grab you one. Right. Exactly. I was just gonna say, even if we don't see us 
out there actively selling if you come up to us and talk to us and say you want one we can get you one yeah anyway so we've got these nice new brand shiny new audio technica microphones which are amazing by the way um we're recording into a zoom uh x8 i believe um as you're listening on your audio technica headphones i am I'm uh I'm I'm very much a, a collector when it comes to audio equipment. I really like audio technical stuff. As you as I do as well. Yeah, your your turntable. Yes. Your deck is a but audio the, technica. Um, the old one I had too. Yeah. When um I first got back into collecting vinyl and bought a deck. The first deck I bought was an audio technica, which now is in my daughter's room. Um, as I have upgraded that deck to a different audio technica deck. And Interesting. gave her my old Audio Technica deck. Kudos to my kid, Sophie. Um, when I told her that I was giving her my old Audio Technica deck, her mouth kind of like dropped open and she was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you serious? Yeah, are you serious? These are, they're so good. So she knows how good yeah. Audio Technical stuff is. But she does, she worked, she's the costume director for the Middleton Theater Department. Oh, nice. So she does a lot of stuff with audio. She and won like, an award. She's yes. an award-winning she costume is. designer. She is. She uh, um, she won an award. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um, it'll come back to me yeah. at some point. But yes, won an award last year for her um, to, from the Overture Center uh, for her work on Newsies for her costume design. Uh, just amazing stuff. That's like, super cool. Yeah, it is super cool. I'm very proud of her. She's a great kid. So, All right, so um, yeah, Eric's not here tonight. No. Um, um, he sent us a text probably, what, a couple hours ago? Yeah, a couple hours ago. Um, so sorry if you're looking for Eric or any sort of incisive updates on, on where the team's at. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the game in a little while, but... Um, as far as Eric goes, he sent us a text with a couple of photos so Hina's uh, lovely bride-to-be, Carly, are to get married on Sanibel Island in Florida. Yeah, in Florida. What's, and what's going on in Florida right now? Uh, hurricane sorts, I guess. You know, hurricane season, I guess. You know, yeah. But hurricane Ian, but kidding aside, hurricane even hurricane Ian came through um, and practically more than likely destroyed where they would be hosting their wedding venue. I and mean, the photos that he sent us were from... Were not like, good. Yeah, the, the, the whole the bridge to Sanibel Island is completely It's completely destroyed. collapsed. Yeah. Um, it's a serious situation going on down there in, in South Florida, especially Southwest Florida. Correct. And um, so obviously knowing that like you're planning on having a wedding there with how many people coming and having to have a destination wedding with people traveling... Now this has obviously put things in chaos, and so he said, "Can we possibly record next week?" Bottom line, Eric is exactly where you and I would want him to be. Yeah, and that is at home with Carly, taking care of business. I mean, I, I would argue that's even more of an uncomfortable situation than spend, right. having to answer questions about the the, right. the game list last week. Absolutely, absolutely, seriously. I mean, and that game was dog uh, shit. Dog. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But uh, as for Eric right now, it's, yeah, like I said, he is exactly where you and I would want him to be. Yeah, absolutely. And that's at home with Carly, taking yep. care of business. So um, our heart goes out to both of them. 
got to be a hard thing. You know. I mean, I guess like I did offer him a very yes. uh, cost-effective alternative. Yeah, I mean, and we'll see if that has legs. He wants us to sell Carly on this. Okay, so I don't think most people know that I no. I'm an ordained no. person. No. I can marry people. I, yes. I've officiated three weddings. Um, are all three people, the weddings that you officiated, are all still together? No comment. <laughs> How many weddings have you officiated, Grant? Zero. So you zero for zero. Yeah. That's batting zero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm batting zero. I mean, I'm over. <laughs> I'm in the hole here because I'm actually... batting at least a point three three three. That gets you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Think about that, it. Those are Mike Trout numbers. I mean, if you bat. Three, if you bat 333 for your entire career, you're going to Hall of Fame. Sorry, Eric. Actually, I rescind my offer. <laughs> also, pal, you know, we get it, right? You only get one first marriage. You got to make it special. Probably I, want it down in Florida and not at Bree Stevens Field. Right. With, right. Old, with old Andy Schmidt uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> officiating. And Grant Peters and Zach... Zwadzic serving drinks. That's a terrible situation. <laughs> that's, a terrible, that's a terrible situation. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Well, well yeah, it would, actually. It'd be a great time. It would be a great time. You'd remember it for a long time. Maybe it wouldn't, though. Mm. Depends who it is. True. True. Your aunts and uncles would love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Big fun. Eric's not here tonight. Um, we love him. Yeah. He will be here next week. Gave us yeah. his word. Yeah. He would be here next week. So. Well, I, I had to move the Google Calendar invite, so he better be here next week. <laughs> Make it worth my time, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So along with this bad news, you know, we got about, you know, the, the wedding venue. Yeah. I get this email earlier today telling me that the Olympic Channel is off my YouTube TV <sighs> subscription. The Olympic Channel, no more. I mean, you're you're part of my my family. I am. YouTube TV. I am. I am. Thank you Which, very much. Which, by the way, I just upgraded us. We now get 4K and unlimited TVs going at the same time. Oh, for real? Yeah. So we can all be streaming at the same time and for an extra ten bucks a month. They don't care. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Olympic Channel. So, all right. It's a quick diversion. Yeah. But a very important one. I love the Olympic Channel. I actually do. Um, it's one of the channels I actually watch quite a bit. I watched the 1998 Commonwealth Games the yep. other day. I was watching the 84 Summer Olympics in L.A. They had like a whole thing where it was just like showing the Olympics in L.A. And I thought that, that was really cool. Um, I like a lot of the, the other events, like you said. like Especially when the Winter Olymp- Olympics were coming. They were showing some yeah. of like the bobsledding, like qualificate, like World Cup runs yeah, and like stuff amazing. like that. So now to know that like we won't have it's just yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. But I but you know how many people really watch the, the Olympic Channel? Yeah, I don't so. know. It's all archive footage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So NBC owns it, right? Like they own that channel. Yeah, but like. 
So they're like they probably pay us, or it's probably like included in their like right. contract for to show the Olympics. So they're probably looking at that as like, what's the cost benefit for us to do this? It's right. Just, you know, hey, if they leverage more money in the soccer, I'm not gonna complain about that. I doubt that, but you never know. Anyway, so rip, rip, rip Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel. No on, more on YouTube TV. No I'm, more Shannon Miller highlights of her doing. The balance beam routine in the 92 Olympics in Barcelona. I'll put it this way. Which was amazing, by the way. The like, Olympic Channel's not going away, per se. It's just not going to be on YouTube TV anymore. No, on the email it says it's like it, they're, they're like canceling it to all providers. No, it just says uh, the, the Olympic Channel's not going to be available on YouTube TV. Okay, so mine says something different. Hang on. Mine says, we've been informed that the Olympic Channel is ceasing operations for oh, all distributors. Why did they tell you this and not and not me, the account holder? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a, a very strongly worded email. <laughs> About the Olympic Channel. I At first, I was outraged that the Olympic Channel was going, was going away from YouTube TV. And now you tell me it's done for good? Done for good. I guess no one else gets to enjoy it either, Grant. No. So long, ages, old, discus replays. Carl Lewis. No, mo no more Carl Lewis highlights. I mean, you can still watch those on YouTube. And if you haven't seen Carl Lewis singing the national anthem, look up that highlight. Mm. <laughs> All right. Diversion over. Yeah. Who knew we loved the Olympic channels? You know, as much as I think people like to clown on Guy Fieri, yeah. I think once he's gone, yeah. they'll be showing guys grocery games for 50 years afterwards. National treasure of that guy. Yeah. For real. You know... He's given a lot of people a spotlight. One of my, one of, one of my sort of like... Creative heroes, Anthony Bourdain, yep. very publicly had a dislike for that guy. It just goes to show you that sometimes you just don't have to give a shit about who people you look up to care about. No. No, you don't have to. You can be your own person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't like Anthony, too. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. He's a big old dork. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, me too. Let's talk about this Chattanooga game. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. I mean, that's why people are tuning in, right? I mean, yeah. it's not just for your talking beautiful, about the, sultry talking about, voice. Talking about the Olympic Channel? Yeah. Um, okay. This game. Um, hmm. Also. How many shots did we have? Five, I believe. We had uh, six total shots. Six total shots, two were on target. Two were on target. One was blocked, so we had three off target. All right. They had two shots. They had nine total shots, fives off target, two shots on target. So they had the same amount as we did on target. They just they put theirs away. Yeah. Well, one or of them. One of them. When they should have put the other one away, like three, yeah. like three minutes in, they should have put the other one away. Yeah. So um, another game. Uh, where we looked lethargic. 
Lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. I love that word, but goddamn, I don't like using it in context no. that describes things I care about. Like, um... Mm. It's tough. It's, it's, it's tough to come up with words for, for how we're playing that are positive right now. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I mean, I mean it, it's like there are positive things that we see every game, and we talk about them, and so I don't want to be continue like making like just bagging on this team, but cause I do care about these guys too. But it's also something too where it's like we're just you know not what? we're not playing to the level that we should be at. No, we're not. You know, Grant, one of the things that I thought about on Saturday night while watching this team, and it was something that I've observed other other games at home when we've been when I've been able to watch from behind the flock angle, the lateral passing that happens in our third at the edge of the middle third yeah. is it just infuriating to watch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of switching the pitch that we do with like five or six different passes um, when we should be making a pass to drive forward Grant you know what it reminded me of this last weekend and I can't like I know wash, what you, I know no, what you're I gonna say I can't like wash the image of it out of my mind you know on a pinball yeah when the when the ball comes back down and you got it like sitting in between the levers yep and you pass you're basically passing it back and forth but you're never shooting it up to try to actually score any points. Like You're just trying to stay alive. In pinball, yeah. In pinball, at least, you get points for putting stuff off the bumpers, you know, close to that. Right. You don't get that shit in soccer. No. In no. football, you you got to score goals. That's how you win games. And, and that has been a consistent problem for four years. Yeah. Is that we have not consistently been scoring goals. When we have games where we score goals consistently, yep. you look back to when Cassini was having his goal-scoring feast earlier in the year. We won all those games. Every single one. Yep. Yeah. That has been the bugaboo for this club. has been a lack of consistent goal-scoring. It's since the start. Yeah. 100%. From, from the jump. And... I don't know how you solve that problem outside of recruiting. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, at the start of the season, I think anybody could have looked at this club, looked at this roster that we had and said, like, oh, yeah, they're going to generate some goals. Yep. And I don't think anybody would have doubted that. There were games that we won handily earlier this season that mm-hmm. – you know, on paper going into it, maybe maybe we shouldn't have. Right. But you look I at mean, it, even in the, even the preseason, we saw some stuff. Yeah. When we went up to when you and I went up to Minnesota. Yeah. And saw them play. We see them play. You know, essentially what are the loons reserves? And they were putting together. We a came sp- down here and beat the shit out of us in the Open Cup. Right. And in that game. We were putting together attacks like the first half. We were on their ass the entire game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that game, for me at least, was sort of the arrival of Nazim Bartman. Right. Uh, we saw him score in Marquette at Marquette at that preseason friendly. And but we when he up, scored in Minnesota, we were like, it was kind of like, oh, that's Nazim again. And we're like, this guy 
is going to get a contract here. Yeah. yeah. Because it was the play that, like, it came from Roger. I think it was Cassini that sent the ball down the side. Yep. To Roger. Yep. Who sent it back, who sent it into Nazim for the goal against them in that game up there in Minnesota. Yeah. Which was beautiful. You and I both, you and I both looked at each other afterwards. We're just like, that was great. Like if that's what this team is going to do all season, great. Sign me up. We're going to sign. I'm excited. We're going to sign. We're going to score a lot of goals this year. You know, and I think after that game too, I, I wrote in the in the write up on the website afterwards, like, Cassini looked quite the player, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I I think this last game was a bit of a, a, a nod to that experience too, and like. That guy is at the level that he was billed at when he's on his night. Right. You know, like, and that, and that for me is kind of the bit of the frustrating thing is like, you know, we have, we haven't talked about it because we haven't recorded since then, but like the, the Fuego game, like him getting sent off there, they're stepping on a guy, Ridiculous. pushing a guy, headbutting a guy. Ridiculous. Huh. Ridiculous. I mean, um, we talked with, you know, Matias earlier in the year. Yeah. And he told us that he has time. Yeah, they get the angel or the devil. And we got the devil then. And the devil, unfortunately, I think hurt us in the next game too. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's hard because we we we. We like Matias so much, and we know how important he is for the club, right? And to this club, and how good he is as a player, and how good of a person he is. Sure. But we also know, like, a lot of times in life, people make mistakes that really have a lot of ripple effects. And this yeah. is one of those that was and had a big ripple effect. Yeah, and you gotta you gotta wonder a little bit, you know, like kind of what's going on behind the scenes if a guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously Cassini has a bit of the histrionics, and I don't think that's just a, a Brazilian thing. No. Um, you no. know, I think he's an emotional player, which yep. has its pros and cons, obviously. I mean, we see it. We, see, we saw both. Uh, we've this seen is a man that was, times. he was in tears Yeah. after the loss against North Carolina a couple weeks ago. Yeah. After the game. This matters to him. I mean, I think it does matter to him, and I and I don't want to try to try to you know, I don't want to be misconstrued or p- potentially misunderstood in saying that like I don't think he cares. I think he cares a lot. 100%. I just think like there's a time to keep your head. You know, it's Correct. like you go out Correct. drinking with some people, and you got the guy every time who's like you know is gonna get in his feelings and potentially get in a fight with somebody and you still bring that guy with you we had this we had a similar situation last summer yeah where we were walking home and a guy was yelling at one of our friends yeah across the street was just yelling was yelling at a group just saying something just just talking in general right right and he was yelling and one of our friends was yelling back yep and you and i and i kind of knew the situation right away and we're just like they're looking like they're both kind of looking to do some damage tonight. Right. And so we kind of like took our guy and just kind of like ducked off and just like let it be. Come to find out that the guy is like some kind of like, you know. Psychopath. Psychopath. Ex- carries a gun all the time. Carries a gun, carries a gun all the time, ex-veteran. You know, it's like this is not a guy that we should have been talking about. No. You know. 
that's a situation where it's like, even though we're being invited into a situation, we, we kept our heads because we knew that that's not the situation. Well, we've been drinking too. And yeah, like, you know, exactly. Well, you know, like we were over at Albrecht, like having a couple of pints. Yep. And, and that's never a good... I think we went to the Ohio for tacos, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's never a good situation to try to like even have a someone you don't know. It's dark right. out, right. <laughs> whatever. You're walking down the street. Right. But Madison's not a dangerous town, but like there are still people that... To the point, yeah. it's what we're talking about. It's that like we knew in that situation... Keep fucking walking. Shut up. We got to keep your head here. You got to keep your head here. You know, because of ripple effects. Yeah. Right? Oh, very true. And this is one of those where I thought that Matias he really lost his head, and the ripple effects led into the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you wonder, like, what what drives me crazy about that is like any like it, it, this is probably similar in 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 your your line of work. You have somebody that's really, really talented at their job. Yeah. Really good, yep. like, skill and and just, like, innate talent-wise. People look up to them. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I think it's one thing to say I was standing up for myself, I was standing yep. up for my teammate. But, like, just to have a go at somebody seemingly for very little reason... That doesn't send a good message. I felt that, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, stick on People this. People are going to look. I don't want to stick on this too much, but I felt like that moment was Matias's frustration. Oh, absolutely. Of the this season. Coming, I don't want to villainize him, man, but like. Coming out. It's, it's, it's how you deal with that stuff under pressure. That matters right. a lot. Right. Right. In, the, in those moments. Right. Right. You know, because like, look, you're a guy like Mitch Osmond. Oh, yeah. That that dude has been in some frustrating moments this season. Hundred uh, percent. He looks also like the kind of guy who isn't afraid to, you know, who's maybe been in a scrap or two. I'm betting Mitch has been in a scrap or two. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, generally, though, like you've been in those situations, you learn how to like measure yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And not every situation needs to be escalated to that point. Correct. Correct. So, Correct. anyway, Mateus, we still love you as a, as a player, as a as a person. Absolutely. Just like, want you to keep your head in those moments, man, because it matters to your teammates. He, because you belong on the field. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's You're like much better on the pitch than off it. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like doing things like that takes. His art, which is playing the game of soccer, yeah. takes it away from all the people that enjoy seeing him do it. You don't let people bait you into that, too. Right. Right? Exactly. So, that's part of it, too. And it's just like... So, I mean, going into the game against Chattanooga, it, it was, I think we were already frustrated. Yeah, and that lends itself to a lot of situations, right? Right. And it's being, like, being stymied in front of goal. I mean, that's yeah. that's been the stay for four years now. And even more so, like, at home, too. Yeah. Like, we really struggled to score goals at home. Right. Um, and we had some really good opportunities in this game. Yeah, we did. You know? You know, Abdu had a, had a great chance. At that header. Oh, man. I mean, and... 
Let's, I, I, let's I, talk about like these. And, and, and I think and I, and I think if you talk to Abdu about that, Abdu would say I should put that home. Yep. I just think like this was a season of, of missed opportunities, much like I, last season was. So I said it to you on Saturday, and I put it on my post, to my my Instagram post. As we were sitting there in the rain, we're you know we're standing there in the rain, yep, watching this team lose another game. It's cold. We've been doing this like how many times this season? Yeah. And I'm like, we're watching this team in the ring. Last year was like insufferable, incredible. It, 95. Heat. Like, oh, it's forward Madison Day, but it'd be 95 and humid. This was this was a lot like 2019, just uh, raining every game. Every game. So we were standing there and we're just like, this is very metaphoric for the season. Yeah. Because there were so many opportunities, so many things that we did that were so bright and so just cool to see. Yeah. I mean, we've we've had a lot of those this season, too. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this year. I'm like, this year there were so many things. It was similar to 2019. Right. This is probably the closest thing I think that we've gotten, the closest we've gotten to that year. Yeah. Where, like, even when we're not doing well, like, attendance keeps growing. Crowds came back. Yeah, and got on their feet, and like right. you know, we're we're, we're in, cheering for this team. We're in this games, and you know it's all which like, let's let's pause for a second. Let's give let's give somebody their props for this season. So like, um, so if y'all know Dan, who's kind of the yeah. the the co, the co- lead, the actually I think the primary, at least the sort of operational person behind the the flock in like music section this year, um, he's gonna be. Like he's gonna be bitching at, at me in my Twitter DMs about calling him out, but don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Um, that guy frequently tells me all I meant to do was join a podcast group. Yeah. Last year when we were, li- you know, in 2020 when we were when when you and I started the the Seeing White podcast. Right. Group. Um, right. Which, like, if folks are interested in that, I'd be glad to start that back up too. Um, I could use a refresher, absolutely. Um, but no, Dan this year has been all about getting new people in to the section. He's added so drum, much flavor to the, to on the section. On a drum uh, or, or a break drum. Yeah. Uh, either way, a break drum is still a drum as far as I know. Uh, but bringing new people in and... We now have multiple horn players. We have a horn section. Yeah. We have a whole section. We had two trombonists and two trumpets this we last le- game. We legit are a soccer supporters group with a horns section. I think we have more horns in our section than most MLS clubs yeah. do. 100%. Which is super cool. Um, but no, I, I just want to send a kudos to Dan and... and Dan's the been work, amazing. The work that he's put in on just making sure everybody is ready to go. This last weekend, so if y'all didn't watch the game or didn't weren't there in person or didn't watch it on the broadcast, check out the broadcast. It. You missed it. Right around the the it, like twentieth to the twenty fifth minute. Um, so we had Black Star Drumline. Uh, Joey Banks. Yeah, Joey Banks. Right. Um, 
So it's basically a bunch of like young kids, elementary school up through high school age kids who want to learn how to do percussion. Um, they connect with this group and like they, they practice, they perform, they have lots of rehearsals, but then they perform too. But they were actually in the section this last weekend and Dan did two like rehearsal sessions with them. I was at one of them where he's legit teaching them like new patterns. Some kids had never done anything more than play a set of cymbals. Yep. And he taught them how to play a bass drum. And like these kids showed up ready to go, knowing exactly what to do on match day, and they destroyed. They absolutely killed it. Um, they were so good. They were so good, and like I, we talk about this frequently. Like we're not getting any younger. No. Like we're both in our forties. Like nope. I can't like. We, we can't be like the, you know, hoping to inspire the younger generation <laughs> how to do what we do as far as like the culture. They wouldn't listen to us anyways. They wouldn't. No. I mean. You were wearing a Chardé shirt and they were just like, who's that? Oh, yeah. This is a funny story. little aside. Uh, so I'm wearing a Chardé shirt. Chardé's face real big on the front of it. You know, and I'm at this, this rehearsal a couple weekends ago and, and one of the kids is like, who is that on your shirt? And I was like, it's Sade. Who? Sade Adu. Like, f- the Nigerian the born, queen. Like, the queen. Yeah, the like, queen. the first woman I ever had a crush on. Same here. Yeah, same here. Here, uh, cheers yeah, to that. Here. Cheers to Sade. If you're listening, which you obviously are. You obviously we're are. We're very famous. So, you realize we're, like, entrenching on the Rob, uh, Rob Franklin's territory here. I don't care. He's claimed her, like, and I'm forever. I'm like, I don't care. I didn't know Rob until, like, three years ago. Yeah, I'm like, like she, can I have, bet she, I, she, can have, she can have another boyfriend. I, I loved care. that woman when I was, like, four years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Rob, I'm not going to fight you for her because I'm happily married, but just know. Rob, I will always fight you for her. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> anyway, this... That, you know, and I proceeded to say, you know what? If you don't know, I'll just play some one of her tracks for you. Which tracks did you play? So I played Jezebel, which is like a very broody thing. You know, these yeah. preteens, they love that broody stuff. I think I would have. I played go- Smooth Operator. I think I would have gone with Sweetest Taboo. I played Smooth Operator. Yeah. I did a little medley. And these kids were like, yeah, I don't like that. And I was like, well, you're like six years old so who gives a shit what you think yeah your taste sucks yeah you don't know anything about hey, music you know shit about go shit go listen to your young gravy <laughs> you know shit about shit yeah you don't you don't know anything about music yeah now come play this drum yeah hey good to see you <laughs> hey I, lo- I love that you're here but yeah. also good to see you also stop talking because you talking. look stupid but I love those kids in all seriousness they did such a great job. Uh, Brewers just went went two up. Yep. They are now a half game in the lead for the wild card. They asked, They had to leave it to the last second. The last second. It's a Milwaukee sports team. Yeah, well, it's a Wisconsin sports team. It's like, fair. It's a Wisconsin sports team. Don't get serious. It's pretty much Wisconsin people in general, yeah. right? Yeah. We don't have to get serious until it's really on the line. Yeah, wake me up. When it's like three days until yeah. we have to do this. Yeah. And then I'm going to get serious. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> Dan, we love you. You've done an incredible job this year getting new people involved. Has been... More people should take your lead. Yeah. Like we said, he's going to be yelling at both of us for calling him out and bringing attention to him. I don't give a shit. He's a great guy. But he's an amazing human being, and he deserves every single bit of kudos that we're giving to him. Yeah. I hope he sticks around for a while. Yeah. Same here. We love love you, Danny boy. And and let's... And let's let's also just send a shout out quick to the the new folks who have joined that that drum and horn section in the flock this year. Like we have had folks that I mean you you've been up there this yep. season. Yep. Uh, Zach Zach's been up there. Mitch yeah. Mitch has been running the snare a yeah. bunch of games, which has been great. Yeah. So like it's 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 been incredible. Like I mean Kelly, we've got like I mean Melissa who has been Kelly looking is for like, a place every week. Kelly is like ready to go. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love yeah, it. So. brand new folks up there too. Uh, Troy, it's been it's been cool. Can't to say watch. enough about how it's been cool been. to watch yeah. that that grow this year. Um, anyway, we will step firmly down off your jock and move on. Uh, let's the the game was a shower shit. Uh, Literally, well, not literally, but kind of. I mean, kind of. Metaphorically. Yeah, Matt was not happy after the game. He w- I thought it was very telling. If you remember this, do you remember what the first thing Matt said to us after he walked over? I mean, he said, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Like he I said, heard that. Like he said, "I'm sorry." Like he came over, he's like, "I'm sorry, guys," and we were like. What are you apologizing for? Yeah, we're mad. When we're upset too, but like, you don't he have to apologize there, to he us. He wasn't out there playing. Like, you don't have to apologize to us. He knows we care, though. I mean, but, that's, he, but that's yeah. that was that was it. It's like, I think that that's part of what. And then I mean, we'll look. And when we, we, and when we, we interviewed the guys too, they said, that, "I'm sorry too." Yeah, like we haven't been like, hang on a second, we haven't been like over it about this, but like, just know, like, yeah, we've got media passes. We get into the match on uh, on week. You know, when when we play games, we go on to do interviews with people. Like right. we show up to media stuff. Right. Understand this, and like we've communicated this very clearly to the club. Like we are media, but like we're fans of this club first. Hundred percent. Like we're always going to be biased. We are not going to be objective. No. At all. Like we are going to be cheering for our club and pulling for our club. I'm shouting at the refs just as much 100%. as anybody else. Is. While we're wearing um, our media badges. Yeah. 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 I mean, I try to like tuck mine into. So a they don't see that. Like we don't want to yeah. embarrass the club. But yeah. yeah. But just know, like, we're we're fans first, and yeah. that's. I mean, that's why we're doing this in the first place. This is fan-based journalism. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're two fans. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And so. And this isn't a closed shop either. Like if, if anyone's interested in coming to hang out, like for when we're, when we're recording this stuff or after games, like, come find us. Yeah, and just ask us when our next one is, and we'll let you know. Yeah, or or, come and find us after a game if you want to sound off on like what the, how you feel about the team or what the game was like. Like, come do that. Yeah, people ask me all the time. It's like, what's it take to get a media badge around here? I'm like. No, <laughs> just asking. Ask. Yeah, I'm like, just ask. I'm like, ask. I'm like, yeah. come to us and say, like, I want to write this article. Do it. And you'll get an immediate badge. Right. Yeah. That's simple. So. Anyway, you were saying. <sighs> so, 
I was saying that, like I said uh, before. Matt came and said, I'm sorry after the game. So he was, he said, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you don't have to tell us you're sorry. Um, we know how much you care about He's this. not phoning it in. No. Like, we know how much you care about Like, But him saying that. Yeah. Proved to me that he's the right guy for this job moving forward. The North Carolina game. Okay, so we didn't talk about this. I was at, I was in Monroe at Cheese Days. Yeah, so Just I was actually smashed, to be honest. <laughs> so so yeah, Grant Grant was down living his best uh, life at Cheese Days in Monroe, Wisconsin. Uh, An amazing festival if you've never been there. Yeah. So. It sounds amazing. I'm not. We're gonna have to go next year or something. Uh, it's it's uh, every two years. Day. So in, in two years. It's like the Euros. It's like the Euros every two years. Nice. So we'll have to go and hopefully. It's very it's not, Swiss. It's not during. Yeah. It's that the whole town is Swiss. So. Yeah. Very Swiss. Yeah. yeah. Non-confrontational. Loves their beer. Loves their cheese. Yeah. In uh, mountains. I like that. But no. Um, Good architecture too. I was actually. Okay, so full disclosure. So Eric, Eric, we thought was very, very hurt uh, after yes. that match, yes. uh, like after halftime, because um, I actually was behind the Madison, like dugout area, like the the bench area, like from maybe about five minutes till the about forty minutes on. So yeah. five minutes before the halftime. Uh, or added time. So you didn't even go. You didn't even go down the flock end until like about forty minutes. No, in. I was I was down there, but I I wanted to figure out what was going on with Eric, so like I went over there. Okay. And I'm walking behind everybody, and yeah, like we get I get up behind where the sort of like the covered bench area is, and I'm sitting back there, and. You know, they're, they're kind of, like, working Eric's right arm. They're, like, trying to figure out what's going on with it. Um, I'm over there. I'm also talking with my mom and my brother who, who were in the So this wasn't the North Carolina game. This is the game before. Because I was at that game with your mom and your brother. This is the game he got hurt at. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, this is the game before. But I was but I was over behind the, the dugout for right. that. Okay. You weren't over there yet. Right, okay. So I'm over there, and... Um, I hear Matt after that goal scored, right before halftime, and the guys all come running over. The halftime whistle hasn't blown yet, and these guys all come over to Matt. Matt goes out onto the pitch, like you're in the technical area, and I thought Matt would be happy. You know, I mean, obviously we're, we're two goals, you know, one goal down now, right? Because yeah. we pulled one back. And he lays into them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not in like a tearing down kind of way, but in like a, look, this first half has not been good enough. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've never seen him that livid, that lively, that animated before. Like, he's laying into them about what they need to be doing better, about how the fans showed up and like they need to like they need to be worth the support they're getting all this stuff I can hear it like you know he's not mic'd up or anything I'm like maybe 20 feet away I can hear every word he's saying I'm not gonna share it word for word but 
it was a side of him that I haven't seen because he's very, very measured when he is. when we talk to him. He is. Um, he's very in control. But that guy cares a lot. Yeah. Regardless of, and I mean, maybe maybe it just bubbles over on matches. Like, you know, we've had our share cards, our bench, our benches. Have, he's got no red card cards this season. Yeah. But I just want to put it that way. Like, I feel like he is a guy that cares. And, you know. You can hear it pouring. You can hear it pouring. That's, That's so great. Cool. Load, load me up there, pal. Grant's, like, pouring our pints from the pitcher, like, literally right in front of his microphone just so that you can hear it all. He's topping his off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen to that. That's the good stuff. Yeah, this is this is where your Patreon money is going, people. <laughs> it's, it's us topping off our beers. Which, by the way, apologies for the the banging around. I think we need to get some shock mounts for these microphones. Yeah, but we'll get there. I mean, look at this. Man, this is the first go. I mean, this is like the first run. This is like. When you I get, got it at home. Like, I like, do have a shock mount. Like, like when you mics. get, like when you get a Harley Davidson, the first time, like you could take it for a ride. It's after you start adding all the things onto it. No, so. it's after I take everything off of it. Yeah, and then and then it's doubly shaky. Doubly. Sh- <laughs> after all of the rubber is stripped off of and plastic is stripped off of this thing, and it's literally just clamps, oil chains why is this thing making noise because there's nothing comfortable on it <laughs> if i want to be comfortable grant i'll drive my car yeah yeah not I'm a motorcycle ride my motorcycle i'm gonna be uncomfortable on that thing you have and some beautiful mo- motorcycles though well my mine are built for speed and not for comfort yeah yeah and built for looking cool and not feeling cool as they should yeah i mean i do feel pretty cool on there but you go over a couple of potholes on a don't feel cool. Yeah, on a on a chopper uh, with a rigid rear end, like you're you're bumping around. Anyway, the game not great. Not great. Coaches, no. the coaches care. Um, we gave up a set piece goal um, again. Um, I don't know what the answer is here. I like, don't either. I mean, I mean, I mean, and it's like it's you and I were talking about it earlier. It wasn't like it was even like the second ball. No. It was like the third or fourth ball. It's like Very unlucky. Ryko punches it right to the foot. Of the How ball. unlucky is that? If we didn't have bad luck, I don't think we'd, we'd have, have any, any luck at all. at all. I mean, it's like... Eric talked of that, about that when you interviewed him this last weekend after yeah. the match. He's like, just had a lot of bad luck. Yeah. And like, I, I wish... I wish that there was another, uh, like a way to prove that, but I, I mean, obviously we can't. But like, he's out on the pitch every day. I don't think he would bullshit us. No. Oh. Anyway, I mean, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's part of the sport, right? Luck is a part of every sport. Some seasons you have it, some seasons you don't. Yeah. It just happens to seem like for four seasons we haven't had good luck. No, but like at some point, when does that swing our way? Right. You know what I mean? Like, 
And when do you believe, like, you know, like, luck is about hard work and things like that? Because, as Eric has said, in terms of set pieces, those balls are all about, they're all 50-50. Yeah. And they're all about desire but, and, and okay, wanting so to go get the ball. This like, brings up something from this last game, and, like, one of the words that we used to describe it as soon as the game was done was, like, our, our performance looked lethargic. Lethargic, right. Yeah. You're not... You're not gonna get to those 50-50s if you're if you're if you're not feeling it. Yeah, like, that's the thing. If you don't want it, if you don't want it, you're not gonna get there. And that's the that's the the sort and, of piece. And, and understand, we are not in any way, shape, or form saying that like guys have quit on this team at all. Yeah, we're not saying that. What we're saying is that the effort has not been what we've seen or has been at a level that we know that these guys can put out. Yeah. Because we've seen it. Absolutely. We've seen it it at at various points this season. And I think that that's part of the disappointment is that we've seen... If this team was terrible from the jump and to be where they are... That'd be one thing. And to be where, where they are now, that'd be a different thing, right? This team was at third place at one point looking at moving up and we were like we're, everybody was talking about it the whole league was like no, no i'm not even talking about like the whole league i'm talking about like people here but like even that we all knew like this team could do something yeah we were we were humming we there were was scoping. a point this season where people were like madison the, Mad- the league's put on notice or whatever you right know? right like madison is finally and then we hit the stretch the last 13 games we are one five and six yeah. Or no, one, one, no, no. Now we're one six and six. One game in, in thirteen, or one win in thirteen games is not great. You can't, you can't make the playoffs. Going through a thirteen-game stretch no. in, the, in, in the important part of the season, and you get three points. I mean, I asked it on Twitter, right? Like, where where's the leadership at there? Right. I'm not talking about, like, from the coaching staff because it's so much more than just the coaching staff. Like, well, and it's one of those things that we kind of saw. Um, Ford Madison did a great thing on Friday and had a screen of King Otto. Yeah. Fantastic uh, event, by the way. Fantastic event. Kudos to them for putting it together. Yeah. Brought, like, a, a consulate from... Germany. It's Consul General. The Consul General from Germany. Who drove up from Chicago because that's where right. that's where he's based. Right. And the reason why is because so Who by the way knew more about soccer than like Amazing this man's most knowledge. people that I yeah. know. So the reason why King Otto was so important is that King Otto was he was German. Went and coached the the Greece national team. He put his bullshit aside. You know. To a 2004 Euro championship which nobody expected this team to win. One of the things that you and I noticed is that they had a guy on that team, Giannis. Yeah. Giannis Froelicke, I think was his name. Who was the glue. Yeah. He was the glue for the franchise that kept this team thing going. Yep. And you and I mentioned something about that. We're like, who's that person for us? You know, who's the person within the franchise that's going to be the glue that keeps everything going? 
and yeah I Giannis Topolidis oh man that's his name he uh he's an assistant coach for Hertha so you're saying he's Greek yeah yeah so he's so he's he eventually went to coach at Hertha in Berlin Hertha Berlin yeah because because of he can speak he can speak German yes yeah that was after his stint with the Greek national team amazing but no, I mean, I, I, I think that that's part of it is like, this is a transient league, right? Anyway. It's, it's tough. Like, I don't think we need some kind of translator that can, that can meet these young guys at their level. Like, look, Matt knows what he's got. I think part of it is like, this is his first time head, as a head coach. Yeah. He's... Running a system that is difficult very to difficult. run, but yep. is very entertaining when it works. Yep. Um, I also think, too, this is his first season really gathering a, a squad 100%. That was like kind of the guys that he picked. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's been the same amount of like locker room issues that there were last season. Which, At all. Which, by the way... I'd be 100% happy to talk with folks about it in person yep. if they want to talk about it, but I'm not going to air out dirty laundry on, no. on an audio recording somewhere. No, that, that'll never be stuff that we'll put no. out here. No, no. And we got to trust you. Like, Grant and I know a significant amount of what happened last season, but we're not we're not trying to air the club's dirty laundry, and it ain't going to happen. No. So we're You'll, not going on records. No. You That's want, just it. You ever want to talk to us about it? Different situation. Yeah. But you will never hear us. No, we're not going to slag off the club. In, way, in any way, shape, or form. Like I said, we're fans first. And yeah. I mean, a lot of these people are friends of ours. Yeah. And, like, we care about them. Yeah. I mean, we make no bones about the fact that, like, we are friends with Connor Coya. Yeah. I mean, he's a good he's a good dude. At I mean, the same time, could he be a better football, like, COO? Yeah. 100%. And I, I think could be better I, at my job. And I, and I think he would say that, too. Yeah. You know, I could be better at my I job. I think that was one of the things that when we talked to, talked to him a couple of weeks ago, that's one of the things he was he was asking. Yeah. He's like, how can I be better at this? At the same time, though, like, I think this is something where we should demand more. And yeah. people should say what... Because it's, frustra- it's been a frustrating Because I think season. Matt has a point, right? Yeah. Like, when Matt was yelling at those guys saying like these fans deserve more you have to make it like these fans are coming here every game and just giving their guts to you yeah like we're like last like this last weekend we're in the rain yep it's cold yep it's rainy I was there yeah it's like (laughs) you know you and I are standing next to each other just and the flock end is still just going for it going bananas yeah just we're helping with that a little bit, you know, trying to. But drums, everything else is just—they're just, just going. Those people are, those people are giving everything they have. Every they're just game. going. Yeah, they're just going, right? Imagine what it would be like to have a team that met that 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 like measured up to that level of, yeah. of fan support. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though is. 
and and maybe I'm maybe I'm the outlier here when I say this, but like, we're not guaranteed shit, Grant. No, none of us are. When we don't deserve anything. Nobody in life is guaranteed anything. We don't deserve anything. And you're not. And you're not owed anything. This fan base. You're not owed. Isn't anything. owed anything. No. We don't deserve anything. No. Where like, I mean, look, I could I could shit on our friends down south, uh, but I'm not going to. No one's owed anything, right. especially at third division. Right. And I feel like too. I'll be I'll be the one that usually usually bring it up, but like sports and being a fan of sports, it's mostly about losing. It is. It Only is. one team wins the championship in any league and every and in any given year. We've been Bucks fans for how long? Forty plus years. <sighs> they won a title once. Yep. I'm just glad my dad got to see that before he passed. I am so glad too. Like, that was one of the things, like, when you would, like, I that would, was a, that I would, was... I would, I would, I, like, that's the thing, like, my uncles, who, my Lebanese uncles, who would take me yeah. to the games when I was, like, little, to take me to the Mecca, like, they died in their 40s, and they, they didn't get a chance to see it. Right. And, like, that was a thing, like, when I was there, watching that game, and having that chat, like, it was for all of them, too. You know, and that's the thing. But like, I mean, my dad used to go to watch when Kareem the re- was there. But the reason why that mattered yeah. so much was because we had had so many seasons of losing. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying like, look, buckle in because it's gonna be shitty. For yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna have 45 years of losses, folks. Yeah. As I'm not saying that at all. No. I don't think. I, I don't no. think you are. I don't. Th- I don't think this this ownership group wants that. No. I also don't want them to react rashly every time we have a bad season. Right. And make no bones I, I, I about it. I don't want the fans to react rationally. When make no bones about it, Grant. Last year was not about just results. Oh. And that's where that's where I think things have to change a little bit with, like, I've been seeing a lot of things online with fans saying that they want Glazer out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, wow, we're the same thing. It's not the same situation that we're in this year as we are last. Last year we had a serious situation with. Yeah. And that's like, a, like we Certain said. Certain player personnel. And like we said. Coaching we, personnel. We won't go into it, but there was things that we know that were like, where we went, okay, this makes sense. And we understand why you had to make the call. Yeah. And so if you decided to remove the coaching staff this year, I think we would be put in a space where we're like, mm, I don't know about this. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand people's crit- criticism of it. I also think, too, a lot of fans that come to watch this team that have been soccer fans for a while, which feel free to disagree with me on this, Grant, but... I would wager most people that are posting on the, you know, on the the internet, especially on like the Ford Madison subreddit, who obviously listens to us. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't. No. Uh, I mean, I think I mean I think some people do on there. Like I don't want to diminish like our our listenership, our readership, but I will say this: 
comparing a first division team overseas somewhere that you've been following forever and like know this sort of like fan culture around yep. those things and like the voices that fans have in like certain online forums like we're all frustrated right i'm frustrated you're frustrated yep. like we're we're irritated that the results aren't going our way but but like comparing a first division team in england and the way that the club interacts with the fans, the millions of fans that they right. have around the world, is an apples to oranges comparison for this club. Yeah. Like, those are guys who are getting paid millions of dollars, whose contracts take millions of dollars or, or whatever currency you want to make them happen. And the level of expectation and professionalism is so much higher. And... I want to call this out because, like, the guys that we're bringing in here are not, like, at that level. At all. And and if we we were guaranteed output or some sort of level of performance on a regular basis, they wouldn't be in the third division. Yeah. The most hilarious thing that I used to see is when, when people were, like, trying to say that, like, you know, Madison should try and have an MLS team here. Or let's move up. Let's move up. Like, like, what needs to happen for Madison to move up? And I'm like... Some championship winning team these seasons. And I'm like... Let's get there first. Yeah, let's get there first. You know, let's make the playoffs first. That would be ideal. But, you we know... We need a new pitcher. Our, our pitcher is broken. I think so. Can you want to set that up on the ledge and like uh, get some attention here? We've got the childo in there. The too. childo is fully thawed at this point. <laughs> it's like it's been there a while. It's looking a little limp. A little flaccid. For those of you who don't know about the childo, it is a submerged, uh, slightly graduated cylinder. Uh, with yep. a cap on the end the, with water inside and these things are frozen and they've got a little hook that you can hang over the handle of the pitcher and it keeps your beer cold and dunk it down in and this this keeps your pitcher cold as you sit and are drinking it's it's a fantastic invention it is beer and it, technology and it is clearly a Upper Midwest invention. Embrace the Childo, Grant. Oh, I, you. There's, there is no complaints about the Childo here. You're embra- you'll embrace it all day long. All day long. And all night. All, all, why not? Yeah, you're really working out that Childo. Yeah, it's cold. It's cool. It's good shaped. Keeps beer cold. Why not? It's great. Maybe we should start a new Dogmazine OnlyFans account. For the Childo. Just featuring the Childo. I think people need... I think at some point we need to take a picture of what this looks like. So that people know what we're talking about. Yeah, maybe we'll do that next time. Yeah. When Lenny's actually here. Yeah. 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 So, okay. We can move on from the game. Uh, We've talked about Giannis Topolitis. Great guy. Uh, we've talked about the match. Yeah. A couple of matches, actually. Yeah. Let's talk about... Let's get into the tunes. 
Okay. Okay. What the fuck are you doing with Super Soul Sunday? It's like you've taken like a like a. So okay. Like a like a eight like a two month sabbatical. It's from been this. longer than that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we'll get into this. we'll get into this. Um, okay. Yeah. Super Soul Sunday. So Jen, let's explain what it is. So Jen actually asked me about this. Let's explain what Super Soul Sunday. So Super is. Soul Sunday. What this is, is it? It's a feature you had on the website. It's a feature I had on the website. Um, it started with me on Facebook actually, just showing a picture. Yeah. Of what album I was listening to on Sunday. Sure. And because on Sunday, I like to like start the day out with nothing but soul music like soul music like the whole because usually on the weekends it's like music is and records are being played most weekend as you as yeah. you understand as well yeah um but on sunday morning some, some sunday mornings grant especially after a forward madison match day it takes every single ounce of energy and commitment i have to even make it over to my record player to put something on i Seeing that, like you usually drop me off on these, I understand. The night before, I understand. Yeah. So, um, so it started off as that I just wanted to listen to soul music, and this is something I've been doing for years, where I just have been listening to soul music even before I started my record, started up my record collection again. Um, I would just listen to soul music on Sundays, and just listen to it all, you know, throughout the morning, whatever. So then it started, or I would take a picture. And soul music covers a wide swath for you. It does. It does. Because I think any, I think almost any music can be soul music. Yeah. Um, but, like, primarily it's R&B and jazz and soul and hip-hop. And a little sort of, like, lighter funk. Yeah, a little bit yeah. of funk in there, too. So it started with me taking a picture of the album I was listening to. Then it became me doing a video, kind of, of me talking. Yeah. You know about what it was, um, and then giving you a little bit of in, you know. People informa- generally like music recommendations. They do, and and it's like, and I think what people liked was me like talking a little bit about the deeper level about what the album was about, or the performer or the band, or the band, the performer, yeah. and like also giving an update about Ford Madison and what we're sure. doing with the site and everything like that. So it became something that became you know a lot of people liked it, and then. I got to a point where I just got kind of tired of hearing myself talk to people, like in front Imagine of, that. Yeah, I know, right? So I was like, do people really want to hear me talk about music all the time? And it was just like, then I was busy with summer school and... Can we get another picture of hands? Absolutely. Yes, thank you, absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Um, and then it became summer school and everything. It just kind of like, it kind of got to a point. But then my friend Jen, she asked me... Uh, a couple weeks ago, she's like, "So what's the deal with Super Soul Sunday?" And I'm like, "I've been thinking about bringing it back." She's going like this, like, you know. She's like, "You got any more of them you know, soul recommendations?" You got any more of the soul recommendations? Scratching, so, scratching the side of her face. And so, um, <laughs> I will announce right now, ooh, Super Soul Sunday will be coming back. Oh, uh, this Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. Uh, you and I are going. We're going to see Warrior Wrestling. Yes. On Sunday. Going to see the greatest wrestler and greatest pizza maker in America right now. He make a best pizza. He make it the best pizza. He is a best wrestler. Luigi Primo. Luigi Primo. He's amazing. 
We get yeah. to go see him. Luigi Prime himself. Yeah. So, um, but I will be bringing back uh, Super, Soul, Super Soul Sunday on Sunday. Um, it'll be the standard, what you know, of me in front of the camera. But eventually I do want to make it more of a written piece. Yeah. Um, to where I can really dive into, like, the, the album and the tracks and things like that. Sure. Um, but this Sunday there will be a post um, put up for a record that, yeah, I think is a good choice for Super Soul Sunday. Excellent. You I'm may, you, you, may, you probably, you probably will know who it is. It, I just bought the record, and like I've been, I've recommended them numerous times on this show. Um, but we're gonna leave that. Up Let's just leave it a mystery for now. Okay. To let y'all know, too, uh, from our buddy uh, Chris Fox, uh, DJ Jean, Jean Leduc. Jean Leduc. Jean Leduc. Uh, we will have a new Hey Mr. DJ out within Excellent. the next couple of days. Excellent. Uh, just send his newest post over to us early. And I might actually post his last one. Thank you, my friend. We actually <laughs> never got around to posting. He's probably mad about it, but whatever. He'll get over it. He'll get over it. Uh also, want to mention m- pretty much all the music you're going to hear on this uh, over the next few episodes. All the music's coming from uh, Dirty Art Club out of Charlotte, North Carolina, and Funky DL, who is based out of London, England. F- Funky DL, you know that guy's put out 20 LPs? 20 LPs. 20. 20 long plays. Not EPs. No, 20 long plays, records, worth the stuff. Like Tell the story about uh, getting approval for. Oh, for Dirty Art Club? Yeah. <laughs> so I sent Dirty Art Club an email the other day. Yesterday, actually. And I said, hello. I run a fanzine for my local soccer club. We do a weekly interview with one of the players. I was wondering if we could use your track, Just a Memory, in the intro of each episode. Give you credit in every episode, all that, including do audio read. <laughs> anyway, I love your work. Really dig that track. and think it will pair really well with our vibe. Let me know. Cheers. He responds back with, sure, go for it, Andrew. <laughs> Essentially, sure, whatever. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, fucking, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Shit. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Do what you want. Do what you want. Oh, it's great, though. I think it was, that's just beautiful, though. Yeah, I love that. So I good. love that. So good. Uh, that's, just, that's the story right there. Anyway, so thank you to uh, our friends at Dirty Out Club yeah. uh, and good. Funky DL for yeah. us. Uh, Giving us permission to use your music in, a, in our show. Super cool. Is this a show? It is now, man. Fuck off. <laughs> it's the, it's it, so dumb. It's the thing you never wanted it to happen. Ah, fucking middle aged and doing a podcast. I know. God damn it. I mean, but it's 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 not like a podcast where like most people that do podcasts are kind of serious about it. I mean, we bought just bought new equipment. That's true. Fuck. I'm just.
staring at the bottom of this picture of beer right now, just watching those bubbles come to the top. What are we going to do about this? <coughs> Bless you, buddy. Twice. <coughs> Look at that. Got to get right. those demons out somehow. So we already talked. Club. Yeah, we talked about. Super Soul Sunday coming back. Yeah, but like, what music are you listening to right now? I've been listening to a lot of Dirty Art Club lately. Just because yeah. dude's um, been on my mind. Uh, I brought it up to you today. Uh, Laguna Mind. Laguna Mind. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Uh, new band from Brisbane. Brisbane. In Australia. Um, a lot of soul, R&B, and funk is coming out of Australia. And New Zealand. And New Zealand. And that so, track I sent you the other day was from New Zealand. It was from New Zealand, which is very good. Um, these guys are very good. Um, however, you can tell that they're a new band because they're, like we were saying in the car, their vocal tracks need to be mixed a little bit better. Not so sharp. Yeah. You got a little work to do. But hey, for, for, you know, first... But they are funky as fuck. They're great. They got a guy that can, that's got bars. They got... Yeah, uh, they're a bit like a full band that has like can, I guitar mean, solo. guitar solos and stuff. It's yeah. great. If anything, if you're looking for a track to listen to from this band, look at the track "Details." Details by Laguna Mine. Check that yeah. out. I think you'll like it. The track I mentioned earlier from uh, the 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 New Zealand track I sent Grant the other day was uh, a track called "The View" by a group called Love and Hope. And as I texted you back, so for mo- those that don't know, my day job is um, I work with emotionally uh, behaviorally disturbed kids. One of the guys that I was working with, I was playing that track in the background. And he actually asked, he's like, who is this? I said who it was. And he was like, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And this is a kid that like doesn't like anything. And he was like, yeah, that's nice. And so... Very, very good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you want to know, like, what I've been listening to lately, uh, there's another producer who actually has some ties to Dirty Out Club uh, called Mad Wreck, one word, M-A-D-W-R-E-C-K. Uh, he's another producer. Kind of like Mad Lib, but Mad Wreck. Yeah, he's worked with a lot of uh, different hip-hop artists, but he's a, another Charlotte-based producer. He's really good. Um, I've been also listening to... A, a, an EP by um, Molly Lewis called The Forgotten Edge and um, a record it's another EP uh, called Sampled Moods by a group called Cherokee uh, it's kind of what's been on like repeat for me the past few days um, that and then Micaiah Craven in these times record which is keeps popping back up it's so good I'm reading a tweet from our friend Zach right now. Yeah. He's at the Wisconsin women's game and they're giving out free Wisconsin scarves. Holy shit. The first 1,000 fans, there were only 300 fans there. So he went and grabbed as many as he could. Better hit that guy up. So he's got scarves for us. Nice. Those Greeks. I mean. I tell you. Love that guy, but there's nowhere I'd rather be like out here recording with you, drinking, drinking for real. beers. For real. 
eating popcorn. We're going to order some burgers in a minute. We were talking about this. It's like, we'd love to have Lenny here with us, but I understand the situation. So. Yeah, it's been good still. Uh, Mr. Eric, we'll see you next week, though. Anything else? I mean, we got music. We got. We talked about, like, uh, Superstore Sunday's coming back. Yeah, I think that's about it, actually. Um... I mean, I guess I would like people, like, I would like people's opinion. Like, do you want me to make this more of a thing? More Super Soul Sunday? Yeah. Like, do you want me to make this, like, go more in depth? Or do they just like me doing the videos on, like... I mean, the modern modern soul music, like, I I feel like it's something that is getting more popular. But, like, people around this club or, like, people around, like, that are just generally doing stuff in this space... If they care about it, yeah, obviously, like, Grand, no. Yeah. If you like Super Soul Sunday, let them know. Yeah. I mean, because it's like, I love soul music, and I know a lot of people love soul music. It's, if you want me to keep talking about it, great. If you want me to keep, to write more about it, I can do that, too. Or if you want me to just keep things as the, the short video segments that I've been doing, we can keep it like that, too. You know? I mean, I like hearing what you're listening to. I generally know anyway, but, like... You got okay taste. I got okay taste. Yeah. Yeah. As do you. Well, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. It's just okay. Just okay. <laughs> anyway, we will be back uh, probably Tuesday. for you next. Next, we're recording with Eric next Tuesday. Tuesday. You're at the Midtown Pub. Yep. If you're interested in coming out, come out. Uh, let us know. Yeah. Uh, actually, feel free to just show up. We'll be here from probably about 6.15 on. We start recording at six, at. Well, I mean, next week is 6 o'clock. Yeah. Eric's yeah. trying to, I mean, it sounds like Carly's uh, volleyball season is over with, and so he's trying to get stuff done a little earlier in the evening. So, yeah, if you can make it out to Midtown Pub and Allen Boulevard in Middleton next week, next love Tuesday at 6 p.m. We would love to have you. Come, come hang out. Uh, we're not going to have mics for everybody, but uh, you can kind of hear what we're talking about. And But this chill. is one of those things, too, that we've talked about. It's like... The more people that come out and like tell us that you want us to make this more, yeah, of, more of a live thing, we can do that. But we need to know like is the interest there? Yeah. So they're not just gonna give us PA access nah. if one person shows up. Right. So I'm not worried about it. We're gonna keep recording. Uh, anyway, if so, next Wednesday we'll we'll have a new recording with Eric for your ears. Uh, and then Saturday, come find us uh, before or after the game. Yep. You need to buy a magazine if you just want to shoot game. the shit, if you just want to talk about it. It's the last home game of the year. There's a lot of dark, cold months ahead. Yeah. Come and hang out and make a day of it. doesn't matter beer. how the team finishes. Yeah. Come like, talk to us. Even, yeah. even if you just want to come up. And complain. And complain or just talk about soccer with us. Yeah. Great. Or talk good. about soul music or talk about whatever. Exactly. We're, like that, like we're, we're there to we're hang out. We're all about that. You just want to come up and just like just talk. That sounds great. Let's do it. All right. All right. Until next time, enjoy yourself. And as Grant would say, be easy. Be easy. We'll see y'all.